Hello and welcome back to the Three Goal Podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter, um, just because I didn't post yesterday. It was my mom's birthday, so happy belated birthday to her. Um, I didn't get to hang out with her or anything, because obviously I'm in Oklahoma, but talked to her. I told her happy birthday. Um, my opa called me, so it's amazing, because I haven't heard from him in a while. Not not his fault that he hasn't called me in a while, just he's a lot of work on his plate, so like to say all that, so that's why this episode is going to be a little bit shorter than usual. Um, the Miami Heat did win a game. They are now down 2-1. to one. Jimmy Buckets dropped 40 on the Lakers. I would say on LeBron's head, but you know, I'm not all that much of a LeBron hater no more, so he, he just dropped 40 on the Lakers' head. Not not all King James's head. Um, now, the people who want to say Anthony Davis didn't play well, Anthony Davis shot pretty efficient in that game, and granted, uh, it's going to be a little bit different seeing this Heat team now because this Heat team is Bam out of Bios out, or as Kendrick Perkins like to say, Bam out of the Bayou, which is probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Bam out of Bio is injured. Goran Dragic is injured. So this Heat team's going to look a lot different. They had Kelly Olenek starting last night, or when when they played them. The man with the man bun. Or that's what he used to have in Boston. He doesn't have the man bun no more. But they literally got... Uh, I mean, they are starting Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Kelly Olenek, Jimmy Buckets, and Jay Crowder. Like, this might be the worst starting lineup I've ever seen. Ever in the NBA Finals. Uh, Obviously, Jimmy Buckets, OG, he's a baller. Uh, he's a hooper, not a hooper hooper, but he's a hooper. Um, he's not on that LeBron level, but he he on a hooper level. Um, so it's definitely <laughs> kind of weird to see this uh, Miami Heat team start Kelly Olenek, uh, the man, the white kid who shoots threes. He's from Canada. Canada's the can Canada's lit. Um, so it's definitely cool to see, especially the matchups that they're using against the Lakers. Um, obviously Dwight Howard's not the best fit to guard Kelly Olenek anymore because, uh, Dwight Howard can't move right now. Dwight Howard's knees are bummy, so he can't really move. They put him out in the perimeter. Jimmy Buckets drives, takes a step back. That's, step back, mid-range jump shot. That's wet like water. So, this Heat team, they, I'm not going to say they win the series, but they got a chance to win another game. If they keep up with this little tactic, hey, where we going to play small, it's not really small ball, but we just going to play five wide like it's NBA 2K, because we got Kelly Olenek, and I'm still mad Udonis Haslam hasn't played yet. The captain of that team, Udonis, um, the oldest man on that Heat team, Udonis has, is a three-time champion. Actually, yeah, a three-time champion, two with LeBron, one with D-Wade and Shaq. That's where it's at, though. Um, my boy Udonis Haslam been league forever, basically. Um, that Heat team really old. They got Andre Iguodala, Solomon Hills playing some minutes. They got Udonis. They might as well throw Kyle Korver in there next year because that's, that's about what that team is. <laughs> Definitely interesting to see that team win a game against the Lakers. Um, it should have been a sweep. I mean, the Lakers should sweep. The Lakers should have swept. You, you you gonna tell me I got LeBron, AD, Rondo, Howard, I mean, uh, all this, uh, Kuzma, Caruso, Caruso, whatever you want to say his name is, doesn't matter to me, uh, Markeith Morris, who dropped 19 last night, um, 
JaVale McGee, the Shaq to the full MVP, the Shaq to the full GOAT himself. And you're going to tell me Jimmy Buckets ain't a bunch of nobody. I mean, they're not nobodies, obviously. But they ain't no superstars. They ain't a star. And you're going to tell me that team is beating LeBron in the NBA Finals. The Lakers should have swept. I don't care what you say. The Lakers should have swept. Whatever. That ain't none of my thing. That ain't none of my business about how long LeBron wants to be in the bubble. So, good for the Heat to win a game. Um, NFL football, Cow, the Dallas Cowboys lost again. Uh, ever since they lost Jason Witten, it, it hadn't been too good. The Cowboys. Um, it happens. Uh, the day I'm recording this, the Patriots have to play the Chiefs, and Cam Newton's out. So, my prediction for the Patriots can basically, I mean, it's going to be voided because, I mean... Hey, I knew I'm going to be out for like two weeks or more because of the isolation. So, I, I, I said the Patriots would go 13-3 with Cam Newton. Now Jared Stidham or Brian Hoyer. That's, that's, for, dang, that's for dang sure. Because the Patriots ain't going 13-3 with Brian Hoyer. Now, if they beat the Chiefs tonight with Brian Hoyer or Jared Stidham. Hopefully, they start Hoyer. I ain't trying to see Jared Stidham go out there and embarrass himself. I, I'd like to see the veteran Brian Hoyer, the man who started in front of Johnny Football, and who's been the career backup for the Patriots ever since he got drafted in the league, basically. Good good QB, good solid backup. I like people like Brian Hoyer. I know what I get from him. That's, about, uh, that's what I like about Brian Hoyer. I know he ain't nothing special, but I know he ain't garbage, so I like what I get from Brian Hoyer. Do you know, the better version of Brian Hoyer just plays in San Francisco, and his name is Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> I mean, I know what I'm getting from Jimmy G. He ain't terrible, and he ain't no top five quarterback. I, I know what I'm getting from Jimmy G. He's like, Alex Smith is going to manage this game for me, and we're going to win some football games with Jimmy G. So, props to Jimmy G. Uh, Carson Wentz finally won a football game uh, against the depleting 49ers team, where the 49ers were so bad without Jimmy G, their backup quarterback, Nick Mullins, had to be taken out of the game for the third-string quarterback. Because Nick Mullins got scared on that primetime stage on Sunday night. He got killed, but whatever. Uh, Carson Wentz didn't look good in that game any. Like, why Why is Carson Wentz getting paid top five quarterback money? Like, somebody say this money to me. Like, Carson Wentz, uh, he, he's the Him and John Gruden are the most overpaid people in football, in my opinion. Now, John Gruden, he kind of deserves that $100 million deal he got. But there ain't no way Carson Wentz deserves that all that money. Carson Wentz had none crap. Carson Wentz took the team to the playoffs that one year. Carson Wentz don't have a playoff win. He's like 5-27 and 27 against teams above 500. Like, what is Carson Wentz really doing out here? He turns the ball over a lot. He plays Superman football, which they don't need because he's not Cam Newton, so there ain't no playing Superman football around here. So, like, what is Carson Wentz doing? Like, what, man? I don't need to see you run around. You ain't at North Dakota State or whatever. Speaking of North Dakota State, Trey Lance looked all right in that in his quote unquote showcase game against Central Arkansas. Central Arkansas, yeah, completed fifty percent of his passes. That's about what I go. Uh, nah, whatever he completed fifty percent of his passes, which isn't good for a college quarterback, especially against Central Arkansas. Danny Danny Dimes completed fifty six percent his passes at Duke. And at least 5% of those passes were dropped. So, 
is always, and of course he ran for a touchdown, but like, uh, you playing Central Arkansas, man. Like, that was like, ain't supposed to show me anything. You were the third best quarterback going into the, going, you were the third best quarterback in the draft class going into that game, and you're still the third best quarterback going out of the game. Hey, that didn't help your draft stock. That didn't lower it. That did nothing for me. You know, if I was a GM, it'd lower it, but that's just me. Because if I see you completing 50% of your passes against Central Arkansas, what are you going to do against some dudes who can actually play? Not saying Central Arkansas dudes can't ball out because they're way better than me, but ain't nobody in Central Arkansas going in the first two rounds, I don't think. So, what you going to do against some pro bowlers, man? Like, and he's he's gonna get picked high the same way Carson Wentz got picked high, and he's gonna try to play Superman ball the same way Carson Wentz plays Superman ball, the same way Jay Cutler played Superman ball. Like, Car- I, I love Jay Cutler, and Carson Wentz is the exact same as Jay Cutler, except he 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 might have he might, I think he has a little bit more excitement to him and a little bit more. Attitude and try hard ability than Jay Cutler. I know Carson Wentz will go out and actually work, but like, what's the difference between Jay Cutler and Carson Wentz? Both of them have, are terrible decision makers. Both of them have cannon of an arms, and both of them can make throws only one percent of the world can make. Or, or like, they can make, they can both make impossible throws. They are the same football player. Except Carson Wentz wants to work a little bit harder, but they ain't gonna get him anywhere near that. Like, the only difference is Jay Cutler didn't have Nick Foles to win a Super Bowl for him. <laughs> so, like, Jay Cutler almost played. He could have played on a torn ACL, and he was like, no, nah, I'll pass on that, fam. I, 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 I'm an average dude with a million-dollar arm, okay? I like, Jay Cutler's attitude is, like, it, it ain't a bad attitude. So, if, like, Jay Cutler knew he was a normal dude with a million-dollar arm. So, Jay Cutler went out there, slung... <laughs> Jay Cutler knew, hey, man, uh, yeah, I'm a normal dude, million-dollar arm. I'm not trying to be injured for life. I'm not trying to have a surgery that cripples me for life. I'm not trying to go in and play and cripple my entire life. I'm just a normal dude here, okay? I'm, I'm playing the NFL as long as I can, and, yeah, that's about it. Ryan Fitzpatrick is almost the same way. He just has a lot more energy and pump-up ability. Like, Ryan Fitzpatrick's a normal dude. He went to Harvard. In fact, Ryan Fitzpatrick would be a normal dude if Fitzmagic didn't show up. Like, well, let's all get that clear. If Fitzmagic didn't show up, Ryan Fitzpatrick would probably be a normal dude. Played about three years in the NFL, three, four, three, four years in the NFL. So... Congrats on Fitzy, though. Fitzy, Fitzy is a baller now. I, the older he's gotten, the more Fitzy can actually play. Um, because Fitzy's like Dustin Rhodes, if you know who that is. Dusty is Dustin Rhodes is Dusty Rhodes' kid, and if you watch WWE at all, Dustin Rhodes is Gold Dust. Or in AEW, he's just Dustin, a.k.a. The Natural. So, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a lot like Dustin Rhodes. Early in their career, ain't nobody touching them except the team, except the people that hired them. But they age like fine wine. You can't tell me Fitzy is a much better at age thirty-eight than he was at twenty-two. <laughs> I mean, Fitzy just plays better the, the older he gets. And that's the that's one of the main. I'm sure Jay Cutler could probably still go out and play today if you wanted to give him three million dollars to be a backup. I'm sure Jay. Smoking Jay Cutler could still play. 
And same way Ryan Fitz, Fitz Magic can still play. I mean, it's just, and we were on the topic of Carson Wentz, but like, what makes Carson Wentz so franchise quarterback? I mean, we've seen what Carson Wentz's do. I mean, they try to play Superman ball. Most of the time, it doesn't work unless you're Brett Favre. And the one year Brett Favre didn't play Superman ball, they won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, best case scenario, he's Brett Favre. <laughs> and the worst case scenario, he's Jeff George. <laughs> so, I mean, that's my little comp on Carson Wentz. Both the dudes I just compared it to have incredible arm strength. One of them has a lot of passion to play football. The other one, not so much. Uh... Both of them throw a lot of interceptions, bad decision-making, but can also make a throw that'll be like, that's why he gets paid. So, it's a little bit in between. Carson Wentz, he's still early in his career. He can either boost up like Brett Favre, or he will fall as quickly as Jeff George fell. And if you don't know who Jeff George is, here's a little story on Jeff George. I, I I'm, I, I'm pretty sure that was his name. I think that was his name. Some, my dad or John or one of the older people listening to this, correct me if I'm wrong, text me or whatever. But, Jeff George was number one overall pick. And this dude got drafted because uh, all the teams went to his combine. I don't remember who had the number one pick. Um, I don't know if it was the Falcons or Colts. It was one of those teams, I think. I believe it was the Colts. Uh, the Colts had the number one pick, I believe. And Jeff George, his pro day was a rainy, cold day that most quarterbacks hate and just despise because, hey, ain't nobody like to throw the ball on a cold, wet, rainy day. That, that ain't just how that goes, man. And Jeff George, the man just came out here, who is basically like Jay Cutler. Jeff George just went out there and is like, okay, yeah, I don't need no warm-up throws. He took the... The first route was a go route. So, you, you're not even taking no warm-up throws. you just saying, okay, run a go route. Run a nine. He drops back. He throws 70 yards on the dot. The receiver doesn't have to break stride or anything. And I remind you, this is cold, rainy, and wet. Ain't nobody like throwing the ball there. Perfect stride. And the Colts GM just, if I don't, I can't remember. It was either Colts or GM. The Colts GM and the Falcons GM. And he left and he's like, we're picking that dude. We got the number one pick. And he just left. That's why Jeff George, that's why Jeff George got signed by so many teams. Jeff George was the was the original Jay Cutler. He was an OG. And if Jeff George was a little bit crazier and was like smoking Jay Cutler type stuff, then Jeff George would be a legend. But Obviously, he didn't do the same stuff Jay Cutler did, and obviously media wasn't as big when Jeff George was playing. So Jay Cutler, automatically a little bit better than Jeff George, but <laughs> that's just me. Um, so, and I'm not, Jeff George was as talent, uh, know, talented, but had as big as an arm, a million dollar arm as you could get. So, that's, that's what I think Carson Wentz is either going to be. He's either going to be Jeff George or he's going to be Brett Favre. And I'm saying Jeff George is... Uh, Jeff George ain't a bad career to have whatsoever. Jeff George played a long time in the NFL because he had the million-dollar arms. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, hey, a million-dollar arm baseball. No, not really. Um, just, just a little funny there. But it's definitely cool to see um, watching NFL football back, college football back, um, Auburn. I talked about Chad Morris on my Snapchat 
story if you if you have me on Snapchat then you know all about my little uh, Chad Morse hate. Chad Morse hadn't won anywhere he's went. Like he was at SMU and didn't win. Like the most wins he's had in the season is seven. Like seven and nine. That that that's your season, man. Seven and nine. That's that's his best season. He didn't win at SMU. He didn't win at Arkansas. And now you just expect him to be a great play caller at uh, at Auburn. I could have called a better game than Chad Morris called. Auburn scored like six points when the game mattered. I don't know what the final score was, but I know they had six points when the game mattered. Those were two field goals. I could have called a better game than that. Chad Morris might be like. Bring back Rich Rodriguez. I know he's doing that podcast, so it might be a little too late. But bring back Rich Rodriguez as the OC. We saw what he did to Georgia when he was the head coach and slash OC at West Virginia. They went up and scored 28 points in the first quarter against Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. And it beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. They had Pat White. Shout out if you know Pat White and Steve Slatton. Steve Slayton or Slatton or whatever you want to say. Shout out if you know who those dudes are. And the kicker of that team was Pat McAfee, the OG. Um, if you listen to podcasts, then you know who Pat McAfee is. So that, that's like a normal name. But shout out to you if you know Pat Wyatt and Steve Slayton. Those were the two homies. Rich Rodriguez was that o- Rich Rodriguez was the head coach, offensive coordinator. They went in the Sugar Bowl, scored 28 points in the first half, and then they just dipped until like the last couple minutes in the game, scored another touchdown in the game. So... We know what Rich, we know what Rich Rod can do. I mean, dude won ten games at Michigan. I'm pretty sure, dude's pretty good, solid head coach. I like him better as an OC. This is my personal opinion. Same way I view Lincoln Riley. I know Lincoln Riley can win games. Like Georgia fans really want to be like a lot of Georgia fans that I know really want to be like, oh Oklahoma, you like that start? Oh you, oh man, shut up. Y'all almost lost to Georgia. Almost lost to Nickel State. Kirby Smart's first year. I don't want to be hearing. Oh, y'all like that OU start? Eh, shut up. I don't really care. <laughs> Oklahoma has a freshman quarterback who is still trying to find his feet. Who cares if they lost the first two games? Just because the college football rankings had them at four doesn't mean they were the fourth best team playing. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody care about them preseason rankings. In fact, the preseason rankings always got teams like, Oh, Nebraska's going to be great this year. Oh, Michigan's going to be great this year. Oh, Vandy's going <laughs> to... I don't remember the last time anybody said Vandy was going to be good this year. But Old Miss is ranked. Oh, LSU. Ranked number six. And then they lose the first game. Really? Oh, UCF. They got the dough game. And shut up. Mackenzie Milton's still hurt. If Mackenzie Milton was playing and Scott Frost was still the head coach at UCF, UCF wouldn't have lost the game in three years. Whatever. Just, that's just me. Um, like, OU is going through a quarterback change. And OU has never had a great defense. So, whatever. Give Lincoln Riley a year. I'm sure they go, what Kirby Smart went in his first year. Like, would they win seven games? I give, well, the season and schedule is short. So, I don't think he wins seven games. I think he wins, like, five which is about the same if you shorten the schedule for Kirby. And Kirby wins five games his first year at Georgia. Gives the dude a break. Like, this team sucks, okay? And I'm surprised that he's, they're even in games. I mean, whatever. Give Lincoln Riley a break here, people. <laughs> Lincoln Riley's just trying out here. Uh, 
Going back to NFL news, Bill O'Brien got fired. Please hire Steve Mariucci, the mooch. I need mooch back, bro. And then have the Texans on hard knocks so I can hear mooch again like they did that one time with the Lions training camp. I need mooch back. Please hire Steve Mariucci. Steve Mariucci, Steve Mariucci took an aging 49ers team to like 11 wins. Then he went to Detroit and won like 10 games. Then he won 80 games the next year and then got fired for no reason. Like, come on. Bring back Mooch, baby. Um, so that's how I'm going to end this off. Bring back Steve Mariucci. Texans need a head coach. Bring back Steve Mariucci. That's, that's what I'd do if I was the owner. Because Steve Mariucci knows a lot about football, man. And you don't know who Steve Mariucci is? Go do some research, man. I actually don't because then you'd figure out, well, he didn't even take, he wasn't even the GM when they took the Giovanni Camarazzi over uh, Tom Brady. So the, he wasn't even the GM. That was Bill Walsh, supposedly the great, one of the greatest football coaches of all time. That means like Giovanni Carmazzi over, um, over Tom Brady. But this is, that's not even the worst one. Like, personally, the Browns took Spurgeon Wynn over Tom Brady. And you don't know who Spurgeon Wynn is. I don't blame you. My man Spurgeon Wynn completed 45% of his passes at a Division II school. Threw more interceptions than touchdowns. Spurgeon Wynn an OG here. Um, I'd love to have Spurgeon Wynn on the bike. I actually like Spurgeon Wynn. In fact, most of the dudes in the Brady Six, I actually like. It was uh, Chad Pennington, who I really don't have an opinion on. I don't hate Chad Pennington, but I don't like him. Um, Giovanni Carmazzi, the, the apple farmer. I like Gio. He's cool. Um... Spurgeon won. Spurgeon, Spurgeon's cool. I like Spurgeon. Mark Bulger, OG. Um, even though, kind of, yeah, for a couple of years he was talented. He was talented as a pretty good quarterback because he just took over the greatest show on turf and then didn't take them to the greatest show on turf. But whatever. I'm I'm kind of cool with Mark Bulger. Who cares? T. Martin, real OG right there. He won Tennessee's last national championship, which is a little bit before Georgia's last national championship. Who five? 1991, I think, is a little bit earlier than 1980s, so whatever. Um, T. Martin, cool. Um, do think, was there one more? Ah. I think there's one more. I don't know for sure. I think there's one more. Somebody, if you can tell me the last member of the Brady Six, if there is one, or... Forget that. If you can tell me the Brady Six after what I just did, you can tell me the Brady Six. You'll have my respect. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, bring back Steve Mariucci as a Texans coach. Hire me as a general manager. Texans would win 10 games, no doubt. I, I, I mean, that cap situation ain't too good, but we got Deshaun. And I don't like Deshaun, but we got Deshaun. So Deshaun, Deshaun lead the team. And they got, that team on paper should actually be pretty good. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, Bill O'Brien sucks as a GM. That team should be, that sh- that team should be winning games on paper. You got Deshaun Watson, uh, and old man David Johnson sucks, but whatever. I mean, he's obviously better than me, but NFL standards, he ain't that good. Um, David Johnson, they got Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb, Will Fuller. That team, that team kind of looks good on paper. And then you watch them play and it's like, oh, come on, Bill O'Brien, what was that? But... Thank you for listening to the Three Ball Podcast. Uh, Stay safe. Peace out.